Your business is an asset that can support a thriving life. I believe this, and I'm committed to making this a reality for every entrepreneur and business owner who listens to this podcast. The Women Thriving in Business podcast was created with you in mind. Whether you're thinking about entrepreneurship or you've been in business for a while, this show has inspiration, information, and advice that you can use to thrive in business. Women Thriving in Business features candid and unscripted conversations with entrepreneurs, business experts, authors, and academics who can contribute to your business success. I talk with leaders who have built thriving organizations and who are willing to share both the positive and challenging realities of the entrepreneurial journey. My name is Nikki Rogers. I am a transformation strategist and the host of the Women Thriving in Business podcast. I work with women leaders to develop the mindset, strategies, and relationships necessary to thrive in business. Join me and your fellow thrivers each week on this journey of discovery and success. Hello, Thrivers, and welcome to this week's episode of Women Thriving in Business podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Rogers, and I'm so excited to be here with you today for what is the final episode of season seven. So yes, we are wrapping up season seven, y'all. Just have a few thoughts to share with you all. I recently picked up this book called The Power of Crisis. And now while this book is written by a scientist and is focused on the existential crises that we as humans are facing, namely infectious disease, climate change, and then technological disruptions. And this book is all about how these pending crises actually offer an opportunity for us as humans to choose a different path. But while looking at that book and thinking about the topics that are covered in that book, it prompted me to think about the power of crisis in life and in business. And as I started thinking about this topic, I actually started referring to it as the gift of crisis. And here's why. For the past few weeks, I've been dealing with one crisis after another. I was fortunate to be able to attend a retreat with my business coach at the beginning of October. Was on that retreat, met with my business coach, her team, as well as several phenomenal women entrepreneurs. And when I came back from that retreat, I was riding high. I felt like my vision was clear and I had a set direction for the next steps in my business. And then I would say probably about two weeks after that, I woke up really in a panic. What am I doing? What am I doing in my business? What am I doing with my life? I really was having an entrepreneurial identity crisis and it was ugly. It was a meltdown of the highest order. And I cried, I raged. I really felt like I was beating myself up both for decisions I had made as well as those I hadn't made yet that I was sitting and thinking about. 
And in the midst of that, I really had a crisis of courage, like this idea, this fear, this crushing fear of failure started to really overtake my thoughts and really started to paralyze me. I felt really stuck and fearful about what the future may look like. I was thinking, my goodness, I've spent all this time building this business and now I feel like it's not going the way I want it to go. And so what does this mean for all this time that I've invested in this, all the relationships that I've built, all the energy that I've put into this? And I was starting to feel like my vision was really leading me astray. And so as I was having this crisis of courage, I was also having a crisis of confidence. And really thinking, who am I to be leading this business? Who am I to be leading this team? Who am I to be going out and saying, here's the great impact that I can have within your organization? I really was starting to have that crisis of confidence. Along with that, I started taking a look really hard and strategic look at my financial records and realized that my profit was not as high as I wanted. My business revenue was climbing, but my bottom line was not. So again, all these things, all these thoughts, all these kind of doomsday scenarios were going through my mind. And then to top things off, we had a health crisis. So everybody in my family was sick. And that took up about two weeks of time between everyone getting sick and having a domino effect on other people in the house and then everybody coming back out through that and getting well. But it took a long time to get through that. And I felt like all these things were just coming down and crashing down all together. So I really felt like I was going through this crisis. And this was really the first time since starting the business that I felt this level of anxiety and doubt, that was what really worrying to me as well as very scary. Like this is the first time since I started the business that I started to really doubt that what I had envisioned and what my dream looks like might not actually come to fruition. So I was really in the midst of this crisis. And I would say a good 15, 20 minutes at some point in there, I started to contemplate the idea of getting a job. And as I was sitting there thinking about, oh, what is the job that I could possibly go and do at this moment in time? I realized I came to my senses and I thought about the fact that I really feel like at this moment, I am unemployable. And by that, I mean, I really can't go back to being an employee and working on someone else's goals and dreams and vision of not being the visionary and the key decision maker around how I spend my time and my energy. And so that's what I mean by remembering that I am unemployable at this moment. And so that was really, to me, a point of feeling that maybe I should choose a different path. And I'm not saying that getting a job is the last resort. I'm just recognizing that Even if I were to go get a job, it would be in service of this business. It would be as a way to invest in what I'm doing currently and not as an alternative to living out my vision. So recognizing that plenty of people do get jobs in order to create that cash flow or create that momentum that they need in their business. There's no need to stay stuck in crisis. So if that is a solution that works for you, go out and do it. 
And I also recognize that that would be very difficult and very challenging for me to go after that as an option at this moment in time. So I would say in the midst of all those different elements coming together, that crisis of courage, that crisis of confidence, that the financial pieces, the health pieces, that's where the power and the gift of crisis kicked in. As I was sitting there and thinking about all these things that were going on, I did something I rarely ever do. I started talking to everyone about this. I started talking about the fears and challenges that I was facing, talking to my husband, talking to fellow entrepreneurs. I made an appointment and talked with my business coach. And I really shared all the feelings as well as the facts that were creating the moment of crisis. Because there was some facts in there, right? There was some data that was there that was showing me that I wasn't where I wanted to be. And so I had to deal with the facts of the moment as well as the feelings that were coming up as a result of viewing those facts. And that moment of crisis really scared me, but it also motivated me and it pushed me out of my comfort zone. I think I had been very comfortable with where I was, that I was having steady growth and hitting some milestones. Again, I feel like, yes, they were milestones and they're great and I'm grateful for them. And I also felt like I could be doing more or hitting higher milestones sooner. Those were the things that it really helped put that front and center of where I am right now and where I want to be and the rate at which I want to get there. So that was the thing that pushed me out of my comfort zone and really had me start to think about, am I doing all the things that I need to do in a strategic way in order to accomplish my goals? The power and the gift of these various crises that I faced were related to what happened as a result. So with the health crisis, being sick really forced me to rest. And taking that rest that helped me to re-energize my brain and my spirit for this entrepreneurial journey, I didn't realize how tired and how exhausted I was and how that was actually keeping me from being my best. I wasn't necessarily thinking as clearly or had the energy around certain activities as I knew that I should. So in taking that rest, I really got this renewed energy and can dive in deep around the areas and the topics that I want to be really knowledgeable about. And so it did, that rest period actually helped to re-energize me. The financial piece, it forced me to look at my business spending and evaluate the need for those expenses as well as the return on investment of those expenses. And it also forced me to start planning for major investments for the next year, including conferences, including memberships, including sponsorships, and just some of those things that, again, if I look at them from a strategic standpoint, are going to help me reach my business goals. So it did force me to do that. It also forced me to identify some key performance indicators so that I know what is actually contributing to the health of my business. These are things that I can measure. These are not things that I have to interpret or consider my feelings about, but really they are indicators that I can look at. They're data-driven that can help me make those data-driven decisions. And so that was the wake up or the aha on the financial side. 
On the courage and confidence piece, I really sat down and documented all my accomplishments for the past year and started better tracking some of my activities. What are those revenue generating activities that I am actively engaged in? And how do I track those from beginning to end? I started to think about how I can be more strategic about where I show up, when I show up, and how I show up so that I am attracting those partners and those clients that can support and align with my vision. So as I think about this, I really want to know what are some of the crises that you have faced and what has helped you endure and even maybe thrive after crisis? So what are some of the things that have helped you really lean into this idea of the power and maybe even the gift of crisis. One of the things that I recommend that helped me as I was getting clear and working to come out on the other side of these various crises that I was facing is to listen to the universe. And whether that is through meditation, through prayer, through just being still and quiet, listen to what the universe is telling you about What is yours to do? How can you achieve the vision that you have set for yourself? And one of the things that I did was really sit and ask for guidance and not ask for a solution, but really ask for guidance on this path. I think there's a lot of things that we can hope and wish for. We can wish to win the lottery. We can wish to have a multi-million dollar business. And that's great. I think you should ask for what you want. And I think there's a certain level of confidence that comes in asking for guidance because that guidance can show up in many ways. I think when we ask for guidance, it can show up as your own knowing, but it also can show up as you encountering mentors and advisors and sponsors, great clients, partners on your journey that can help you along your way. So that would be my recommendation is that you get still, you get quiet and that you listen to what the universe has to say to you. Also listen to your own intuition. As you get quiet, your own intuition has a better opportunity to speak up. Listen to your knowing and be secure in that you know what you know. So don't let outside opinions and thoughts override what you know about yourself. Get some well-regarded advisors who have your best interests at heart, meaning they are there to help you along your journey and not to prevent you from living the life that you want to lead. Sometimes we have people who are, you know, they have our best interests at heart, meaning they don't want us to get hurt. They don't want us to stumble. They don't want to see us fail. And I think you have to have those moments in your life where you do stumble and fall in order to be able to pick yourself up, in order to be resilient in the midst of a crisis. So make sure you have the right advisors around you as you're starting to take in insights and inputs from others. Pick those who have done what you want to do. Those are the people you can listen to. They're going to tell you the things that they wish they had done. And they're also going to tell you some of these things are just things that you have to go through. So pick out those advisors who are going to help you along your journey. What I do know is that clarity comes in the doing. And when we get clear, there is a ray of sunshine, a magnetic force that attracts optimal connections and the right opportunities that will help propel us forward. And that's what I want for you is that you have that clarity and that you have that magnetism that attracts those 
people and those opportunities that are going to propel you toward your vision. Speaking of some of those optimal connections, I want to say thank you to my season seven guests and I want to name them out. So Camille Nasita, Maggie Karshner, Kathy Swistina, Amy Beacon and Sue Campbell, Stephanie Taylor, Jan Highsmith, Jacqueline Baker, Kat Eccles, and Nicole Grinnell. So I really want to say a big, huge thank you to my season seven guests. You have made season seven phenomenal and set the stage for a great season eight. As I close out the season seven finale, I want to thank you, my listeners. And I hope that you have found this episode helpful. I encourage you to think about the power or gift of crises and leverage the crises in order to help you thrive. So until next time, until season eight, keep thriving. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Women Thriving in Business podcast. If you like this episode, share it with a friend and then join the conversation on social media and let us know what you learned or what resonated for you. Be sure to like, review and subscribe on your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. Until next week, keep thriving. Thank you.